Hey guys, welcome back. So I just wanted to start this episode off just reflecting on all of the love and support that I felt around me during the launch. Every message, download, rating, share, like, comment, and just genuine love and support did not go unnoticed. This space is truly all about community, and the support I felt has brought me so much gratitude and excitement for the future of We All Dream. So big thank you and love to all of you, and with that being said, let's get into today's episode. Today's guest is New York-based Laura Riley. Laura is the founder and editor of Magazine, and beyond that, a tastemaker known by many. Her style is unpredictable yet timeless, and thousands look to her in her flourishing newsletter to guide them in discovering the latest industry insight and what's hot on the market. From live databases to live shopping events, she's found a way to create an active community in a once-exclusive industry, and it's just the beginning. So let's dive in. professional setup you have <laughs> oh my god it's really so minimal but it's like the best I can do in a non-technical mind so <laughs> this is what I've come up with it looks great oh, thank you <laughs> how's it going how's your day uh it's going well um yeah it's an interesting day I just hired someone for the newsletter so I was just training her and you know getting into everything there so it's kind of bizarre to have like another person working with me on this. It's exciting. I saw your post on Instagram for that. Yeah. Yeah. Finally have someone. I feel like I've been kind of like sort of waiting to hire someone and looking for someone for like a year now, maybe not so long, but you know, (laughs) now it's like, now it's real. (laughs) Well, congrats. That's amazing. I'm super excited to have you on today and, you know, chat about everything that's led you up to this moment and, you know, just dive into everything that you're up to this off of like a little background story. I feel like I've been, I think we've been following each other now for like a little over two years, but you know, you only get so much insight through Instagram. So yeah, let's just hear about like who you are and what you do. And then we'll dive into details a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm Laura Riley. I don't know if that's part of it, but, um, I, um, I run the shopping newsletter magazine. Um, and it's hosted on Substack. It's like, you know, part of this newsletter wave that, you know, everyone is and their mother is doing. But um, I started it at like about a year and a half ago. Um, I was full time um, at InStyle for a few years. I was the e-commerce editor there um, and kind of pandemic era, you know, stepped back a little bit into like a part time contracting role. And then um, more recently, kind of just stepped away from it altogether, just to focus on the newsletter um, full time. And so you kind of cut my teeth on the like shopping, commerce, media space there. Um, and then just took the things that I really enjoyed out of it um, into this like new independent project. And um, yeah, that's kind of it. I mean, I still write around a little bit, a few places just because I love to write and I think it's you know, maybe a good thing in terms of like bringing awareness to the newsletter. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I'm up to these days. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I mean, you definitely have a way with words. I 
you know, I've never really considered myself like a huge consumer, but I now like rely solely on your newsletter for shopping because (laughs) I'm like, I know she gets it. Like all of your, all of your wardrobe is like, you know, designers I've either never heard of, or they're local in New York or like some small, cool curated, like European brand. And I'm like, okay, this is all I want my wardrobe to be. Um, which actually helps with not being such a big consumer. Cause I'm a little bit more particular about like what I'm adding to my wardrobe. So mm-hmm. from someone who's, you know, not so knowledgeable about all that stuff, I'm like so heavily reliant on your articles. <laughs> oh my God. So, so I, I love to hear it, but I'm also, <laughs> I, to, I always apologize to people when they say that they shop the newsletters all the time. And I'm like, I know I, I'm totally, you know, like a victim to them as well. Like I'm like, <laughs> stopping just because I'm seeing all of it. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I need to slow down. <laughs> no, it's nice to have it all in one place though. I think I've DM'd you before. Like, how do you keep track of all your wish lists? Because I'm like, I'm so scattered and I'm just, it's just not like, I'm just not good at that. So it's like definitely a one-stop shop to like figure out like, okay, what, like, what are the brands to shop that aren't just here for like a hot moment because of a trend, but because they actually have good design and, you know, they're like, really cool people behind the brands as well. So I feel like you're also like kind of building this cool community and like you're a connector. Yeah. I mean, you know what, that's, that's something that I feel like I'm having almost like the most fun with, with the newsletter, or is like, I've really, you know, I'm really enjoying it as this sort of, you know, I guess like connecting tool, like you said, because like, I'll just see someone whose style I really admire. And now I have kind of this excuse that I can just be like, listen, I have this platform. I want to just like, like talk to you and like pick your brain and like yeah. you have to tell me all your secrets now because <laughs> I'm interviewing you and um yeah a lot of like I've you know made like good friends from people that I've interviewed and kind of have featured and you know yeah. we'll meet their friends and kind of like learn more about what's going on in their circles and I feel like it is just such a vast infinite world of cool stylish people so excited to see what everyone else is really into in these little pockets definitely brought like your storytelling and community skills to you know I mean it's such a reflection of you of how I remember when I followed you before you even um started this and yeah I mean I love to follow along like I said I'm not like someone that can dive in and you know go hunting for these brands um so it's just amazing and I would love to get into that more but I would love a little bit of like a backstory of like, you know, where you've come from, your family background, what you studied, like how, what is that little journey of like, that's gotten you to your life in New York? Yeah, sure. Um, so I was born in London uh, mm-hmm. and I lived there till I was eight years old. And then wow. my family moved to Costa Rica. So mm-hmm. that's where I grew up. That's um, amazing. Yeah. A lot of people are like, Costa Rica, are you sure? Um <laughs> I'm not Costa Rican at all. We uh, moved there for my father's job. He was a lawyer and he uh, connected with this Swiss agricultural firm that was headquartered down there. So, you know, I guess we just sort of made this one surprising move. Um, But uh, yeah, I grew up there. I did, you know, elementary, middle school, high school there. I graduated um, from high school in Costa Rica. And yeah, I, uh, I went to school in English, but, you know, obviously learned Spanish and speak Spanish fluently. Not as, I can't really, not as fluently as I speak English, let's say, but um, I can kind of, I can, I can get into it if I'm not so rusty as I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so from there I moved to uh, San Francisco. I went to school there. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to um, 
an art school studying fashion journalism actually um and hopped around a little bit and ended up at a different school studying um, media studies at University of San Francisco where I graduated from but cool yeah I kind of always knew that I wanted to do fashion journalism I was yeah it's like one of those like fashion spot like you know fashion chat room type kids I think living in Costa Rica was part of that just not really having access to any community there mm. that was really interested in the same things that I was so you kind of like go to the internet you go to tumblr and kind of retired um community hubs I had no idea that you were born in England and then you were in Costa Rica and then you're in California and now you're in New York is your family um where where are they located right now um, my, um, my mom is in DC, okay. um, my sister is in California, her family, like my mother's family is, um, pretty big and, you know, they're the Jewish diaspora spread out like everywhere yeah. around the world. A lot of people in Europe, um, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, there's in the States and Canada and whatnot. I mean, I've never met your mom, but from your Instagram, she's so <laughs> chic and amazing. I feel like just someone that everyone wants to know. Um, I can definitely tell that you've gotten your interest and, you know, you, you have a curation skill that is so unique that I just feel like it's like a reflection of your mom from what I see. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely feel so inspired and like impacted by her and her aesthetic. Yeah. I mean, she's, um, you know, she also kind of had a similar like a broad you know upbringing where she grew up in Madrid and uh they were kind of Americans in the sort of loose sense of the set that's you know that I'm an American and in the same sense but she kind of just like kind of pulled in a lot of different influences from there she grew up making her own clothes and you know finding these like beautiful things from just all of her travels and so I'm just obsessed with the way that she sees things and have been I don't know hopefully hopefully she's she's sort of trained my eye as I, you know, as I was growing up to see these things, see things in the same way. So I can only hope to one day fill her shoes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like you're already on that path. I feel like New York, a lot of homes, including my own apartment right now, it, a lot of things feel like they're in transition constantly. Things are always changing, you know, people, careers, everything. Um, and you, your home, like your style, your community, everything, you've really like cultivated this I don't know, the sense of collection and like, you know, I know New York life isn't really actually slow paced ever, but <laughs> even like the way that your home is designed and you kind of have like this slow living mentality. And I know your fiance is a chef. And so you guys really have like created this like beautiful life in New York. Um, and when, sorry, when did you move to New York? Uh, I've been in New York for like seven years now, I want to say yeah, losing track. <laughs> and so did you start off, um, writing for publications or, um, so I moved here from San Francisco and immediately got a job in, um, doing kind of marketing social media for this fashion, uh, brand, uh, honor. Um, and I was working with them for maybe like two, three months before they announced that they just were shutting down. I was like, company, oh like, they were like, we don't want to exist anymore. I think it was sort of like the founder's pet project since she was having another baby and she just decided she didn't, she didn't oh, no. the company anymore. So, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a, um, it was a rough time in the, the three months that I was there. So mm. I was kind of, you know, I had been doing social media stuff in San Francisco cause it was already at that point turning into much more, even more of like a tech kind of hub. And 
that was as close as I feel like I could have gotten to this fashion media space that I was most interested in. Yeah. But now that I had made it over to New York, I was like, this is getting, you know, getting let go from this weird job is maybe a good opportunity to pivot back into like editorial and writing. So um, I started working at Thrillist, okay, which cool. is um, hardly a fashion site, but um, it was a good way for me to kind of like slowly work up from like an editorial assistant to like yeah. working with freelancers there and kind of, you know, um, just be around writing a little bit more and writers in general. Um, but yeah, from there, um, yeah, from there, I pretty much just like moved over to work at um, Meredith, which is the parent company of, of InStyle. And okay. um, I was hired uh, on their e-commerce team. So it's the centralized uh, department where you kind of contribute to all of their sites. So mm -hmm. I was writing mostly for InStyle because my beat was fashion and beauty, but also for like real simple and travel and leisure and people and um hello giggles and I don't know they have so many sites you kind of like lose track but um but yeah so then I kind of just you know as a writer there and then I was an editor and then um and then a contributor and then now nothing with them but still good yeah vibes with them, so. <laughs> yeah that's amazing and then during the pandemic you just kind of decided to take a step back were you just like were you already starting to cultivate these bigger ideas for yourself and your career like further down the line or was it just kind of like this more slow-paced lifestyle that you were attracted to like what was that initial gear to like yeah um it was like a it was a bit it was a bit just like a feeling that I was kind of following um you know obviously like everyone was feeling a little frustrated for one reason or another like mm -hmm. think that the life before didn't really match like the life then yeah. um so, you know, um, my partner near, he has this restaurant project Etty and, um, I kind of told, you know, my boss at the time, I was like, listen, we're going to open a restaurant. I just don't have any time for writing or being part of this. I have to like throw myself into this restaurant work, which is like, I even knew that wasn't exactly the case. Yeah. I was kind of like, it's going to be a while before we open the restaurant, like these things too. <laughs> such a long time and I'm not really going to be working at the restaurant anyways yeah. but I think even to myself I was saying like this isn't out in a way because I don't know when you're when you're when you're working somewhere that you know I, I it was a really great team and everyone there was really supportive and um you know I'd had a lot of opportunities for growth there so I, it was a bit like I didn't have a reason to leave yeah it was but I still wanted to, I guess, apparently. So this is my way to kind of unlock the golden handcuffs and, yeah. and kind of just, just make a bit of space to figure out what that next thing that I even wanted was. So I didn't have the concept for the newsletter set at all when I left. And, um, you know, I didn't really like know what my plan was at all. I just kind of was thinking I'll figure it out, you know, with my one foot still in the door yeah. since I'll just go to part-time instead of leaving altogether. And, um, I don't even know how the newsletter actually started. I mean, I remember, I remember like last year, some, not last year, the year before I started the newsletter sometime, like a friend we had met for drinks at Lalu and she was like, you should start a newsletter. And I was like, why? I don't have anything to say. Like, you know, I don't know. And she had like mentioned like Harling Ross's newsletter and everything yeah. kind of was saying that she was a religious reader and that it would be a good platform for my writing. And I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And I didn't really 
do anything about that. And then um, during the pandemic, I was kind of just experimenting with these, like, I don't know, like shopping kind of uh, shopping out different sales and things on my Instagram stories. Yeah. I remember things. Yeah. And like, I was having, you know, I was doing kind of like Q and a, you know, days where I would just say, what are you looking for? Let me help you shop for it. And then I would Mm -hmm. kind of just post product links and things. And just, Mm -hmm. it was, I don't know. It was a way to kill time doing something I love so much. It was just online shopping. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I just, I realized like I had more that I wanted to say about it or a better forum that was a little more conducive. So, you know, the Substack kind of movement had already, you know, began percolating and I just sort of ended up there. Um, and I'm so glad I did. Cause it's like, yeah. so, you know, you have so much more room to just like express and you know, explore these different ideas of, of what shopping feels like and means and why we do it and um, what we want, the things themselves versus like on Instagram where it was, it felt a little more um, transactional, Mm -hmm. um, which is just one component of shopping really is the actual, you know, buying the thing. So much like, you know, the feelings around buying the thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so true. And I, I find it so funny that you felt like at any point that you didn't have anything to say because you're <laughs> like the way you write is so good. Like it really pulls you in and it's like this storytelling. And then all of a sudden you're also like looking at all these new people and brands. And then you also pull in your friends for quotes and it's just like, yeah, it's such an amazing community you put together. Um, so yeah, that's such an interesting transformation too. Like you don't even like you didn't really have this intention of doing it, but it just kind of naturally bloomed, which is really beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think like my kind of fear before, or like my hesitation before was just like, I, I wanted to, I didn't know what I was going to say rather. Like, I feel like it seems so obvious now, like, of course, yeah. like this is what I've, this is what I've done professionally. This is like what I enjoy doing. Like I, you know, but sometimes you feel like you need to kind of break things or, or mm. it's not differentiated enough, or you need to like invent something completely new. Yeah. And I, like, that's what I, that's what I was so worried about doing is just like creating something and then not having, um, I guess like enough to say about it or not having rather not, not like not feeling that it's worth its own, you know, um, platform or its own, you know, separate breakout concept, yeah. you know, there is just, there is just like a lot of content out there. And, and sometimes you see things and you wonder who it's for and not in like a negative way. You just, it just makes you wonder, like, is this, is this, what is, what, what is the purpose? I definitely, you know, I hear so many friends, especially since moving to New York that they do have these wonderful ideas or more like dreams or ideas of a life or a career they want, but they haven't, it hasn't clicked yet how to make that happen. Because I think such a beautiful thing about I would say most New Yorkers that I know is that we really do thrive for that intention and like creating something that's an extension of ourselves. Like if we're going to leave a job working for someone else, we really want it to just really be us in some sort of field or like way, whatever, you know, the topic of, um, content we're producing is, but yeah, I mean, I feel like for you, you have kind of, even in the beginning days, I remember you posting like the slides of your outfits and I'm like saving. Cause I'm like, I'll never remember these brands if I don't save this. <laughs> and so like, it's so interesting to see 
you know, I remember those posts. And then now like you have this beautiful space that you can actually go or like, oh my God, what did you create? It was, a, um, it was like a Google, um, what was it? Like a Google doc of like, everyone could insert there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was so oh, much fun. I mean, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm just finding yeah. it so crazy. Cause, um, like it's so not a one way conversation. Like I'm not yeah. talking at people. I mean, I am in a way, but like, I feel mm-hmm. like there's so much like engagement and interaction with, with the readers or my Instagram followers, or, you mm-hmm. know, I'm sure a ton of overlap there, but you know, uh, I have like people sending me like, the, like such incredible insights and like amazing items that I didn't have on my radar. And like, yeah, people like know what they're talking about and they know their style too. And it's not yeah. like people are coming to me, like without any sense of, you know, who they are or what they should be wearing or, you know, or anything like that. They're there. It's not, it's not like anyone is like looking to be told who to be or what to do. It's like, yeah. it's this sort of like, you know, space that I'm discovering for just like dialogue in terms of like, we can all just geek out about this stuff. Even the way you talk about it on your social platform or have your, you know, like people are naturally sharing it because they just feel like part of it. And it's really special to kind of cultivate that because it's to do that online and have it feel like it's this personal community. I feel like can be a bit of a challenge, but yeah, I mean, you've nailed it. So it's been great. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) So what, so right now you've been really invested in that. Are you still working on this restaurant or like, what is, what is up in the air and in motion right now? Yeah. Um, well, the restaurant definitely is like up in the air in motion. It's like yeah. firming up. I mean, when we were talking about it in like the pandemic, it was a total different shape as well. And like these things yeah. take time to sort of percolate and sort of, you know, you know, build up some, you know, collagen to them. Um, but it's, um, it's pretty exciting, you know, like, I feel like this is very, like, I'm going to shill my partner right now, but he's like a super talented chef. Like he's like mm. a really incredible artist, but he's also pretty savvy in terms of like the business side of things. So he's partnered with someone recently who has a lot of experience in the restaurant space and is like, uh, you know, a real like guy who can like make these big, big things happen. So yeah. um, it feels like very much just like on the cusp of something you know, business sort of like yeah. as he's working on the back end things of the restaurant. And that's just like, you know, kind of it feels similar to the newsletter in a way that it's like both of our things are so word of mouth and yeah. um, both kind of running our own businesses in this way. And um yeah, I don't know. It kind of feels like it, it's kind of nice to be able to support each other in these in these yeah. ventures that seem to have a little bit of overlap, you know, like yeah, I feel like I, the lifestyle and food things like to me, they make it into the newsletter sometimes, but, mm-hmm. um, just, I don't know, maybe like my Instagram as well. Like they, I feel like that just, it belongs in like the, the magazine, like Laura Riley brand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like the Etsy kind of brand of things, like it does, I mean, it attracts like all sorts of clients, but like the fashion world seems yeah. pretty interested in what he's doing too. So. Oh yeah. Nice mash I feel like these- fashion is definitely meets food and it's so funny because you, you guys are engaged, right? You, you haven't been married yet. So we are, we are technically married actually. Okay. <laughs> Congrats. Um, thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, we kind of are doing everything a little backwards because we yeah. got engaged and then we ended up like going to city hall and signing papers, like really, really soon after. Cause we, yeah. he's Israeli. We were leaving the country there's the whole visa thing. So we're like, let's just get married and make sure that everything's like fine. So we did that, but we're, um, we're doing our 
proper wedding next year. Oh, but, so fun. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so funny. Cause it's, you know, I've seen that so much since the pandemic of like this mixture of like lifestyle and fashion more so than ever. So it's literally like food is marrying fashion with you guys yeah. and the communities oh, that are brought yeah. together through it is so amazing. And it must just be so fun. Um, I mean, everything, even like your, you know, your home life of like the birds and having friends over and like the fashion and the costumes, like your bread costume was that like a few years ago. <laughs> Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you do the best costumes? I'm like, yeah, you (laughs) killed it this year. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. This year was a lot of fun. I saw a few other people who had the costume though, which is, I guess it's like anytime you do a costume, people will send you other people who are wearing your costume. Yes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It was just a fun one to pull off. (laughs) Oh yeah. I love it. Um, And so I'm curious. So like in your beginning years, I feel you know, the point of having this podcast is, I think I grew up in such a small town. I didn't know the things that I want to do as a career were possible because those conversations weren't really made, or I didn't know anyone in the field. I mean, I studied fashion communication and promotion. It was like, we were the guinea pigs of it because there was no, there was like two schools in the world that had that as a major. And so it wasn't until I had really graduated college that I was aware that you can really create and carve out your own path. So I've been really like digging deep with some, I guess, of like, you know, what was this life like when you moved to New York or whatever, wherever they landed, um, you know, like overcoming struggles or career hurdles, or just like kind of coming to yourself and building your own community and friends and just like, you know, creating this dream life for yourself. Um, I think it's really important for people to hear that side of things as well, because then, you know, they can relate and say like, oh, wait, it's possible for me too. like, I can do what I love to or create something that maybe I don't have in a job right now. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that like, it's an interesting question because it's something that probably everyone struggles with. Like Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, even now, like I'm still very much just like mid point of my career like things are constantly evolving and developing and and I have no idea where things are really gonna go but who knows what that means but um I feel like I I you know I come up against this question all the time of like how am I going to be let into this space like how do I get into the space that I don't really like have connections in or contacts in or it seems like there's always someone who has like a leg up for some reason and um I mean, I guess like, you know, what, what I keep coming back to through my career in general, like no matter what I'm focusing on at the time, is that like, if someone's not opening the door for me, if like an industry is like not welcoming me or reaching out to me, like I always end up just creating my own uh, outlet there or creating my own, you know, giving myself that platform. And I feel like this is like the, you know, the internet era is just like the, you know you can do that whenever you want to now and um you know if you're doing it well it'll open a door for you and whether you want to be you know in that room forever is a different story but if that's what your goal is like for example I um you know was trying to figure out how to get from um like this general lifestyle media space of Thrillist and figuring Mm -hmm. out like, how do I relate this to my actual interests? Like, which at the time were fashion, obviously, but also it was sort of the, um, 
moment that like Reddit skincare addiction was happening and I was yeah. really into skincare. So, um, so I started this, um, Instagram account that was called like, Oh my God, I hope no one looks this up at the skin former. Um, and, um, my roommate was a photographer at the time. And so we were shooting, like we were reaching out to brands and like, they were sending us some little products and we were just shooting them like really beautifully. And I would write like super long captions in the Instagram kind of, you know, yeah. it just within the small space of just like educational, like, this is what this product like ingredient is about. And like, here's how, you know, this is why this company is doing something cool. And it was just like a little more like, you know, you know, me, I'm like as, as much text as you can put in a space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it never got big. It never really took off. We kind of just stopped doing it after a while, but like, you know, having this body of work to show Meredith or in style, you know, when I applied yeah. there, like it's something that I'm capable of in yeah. addition to like this kind of like corporate experience that I have, I think it was um, like a tipping point in the decision, in their hiring decision, because it showed a little bit of expertise and and, and, and motivation and interest in this world. So, um, I mean, there was, you know, that, and then moving into Meredith and obviously like things change and, and, and I left after a while, even though the yeah. door was open. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, even in the past few months, uh, there has been some interest in the newsletter from like these bigger corporates, you know, entities. And I've had to do a lot of soul searching around, like, is this something that I would sell that I would give up? And like, mm-hmm. would I go back in house? And what does all of that look like? And it wasn't like an easy decision, but I chose to just like stay, you know, working for myself and on this like independent path. Um, Cause I feel like, you know, yeah, maybe there is a day that that question comes up again, but, mm-hmm. um, it's just, you know, it's going to be more developed. It's going to look more like I want it to be, to, to look like it's going to be more on my terms, but like, I've always just like started things over and over again. I had like, you know, I had like blog spot blogs in Costa Rica, <laughs> just, you know, lookbook.new style stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, I had like a, I had like a, Oh God, there was some other blog that I was doing in San Francisco that was very like, you know, California girls with the felt hats. Oh my God, same. I've been there. (laughs) It's, I mean, you know, I feel like if you like every one in three people, you Google image search them, it's going to be one of those photos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, I always dread if anyone were to go, nobody, nobody Google me. No one do that. Um, Yeah. Horrendous. Uh, yeah, but it's like, you know, I, I, I've started, um, I started like an, like a ironic sort of pseudo food blog once. I don't know. It's just like in these projects is always like so much, it's so much more like free and easy for me than like trying to fit the, you know, whatever I want to say into someone else's narrative. And like also going to all the trouble, like the, you know, secondary things when it comes to like applying for jobs or like, you know, cold pitching publications and things. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's helpful just to like get what you have to say like off your chest in this way and then like yeah. you know build that content into like use that content to make the connection so we have so many opportunities to create things for ourselves and explore i think you know sometimes we want what's next so badly that we're not like present in in that exploration you know moment and just like enjoying the journey of it mm-hmm. um i i feel like i've just 
recently had so many conversations with friends who are just doing such amazing things. And then we, you know, go into this snowball effect of like what we want in five years, 10 years, where this could grow to. And we're like, wait, we need to just stop, enjoy it right now. Because, you know, even a year ago, things were so different. So like, imagine in a year it's everything changes and, you know, we only have control over what we have control over, which is really nothing, but, you know, putting, I don't know. I think like those little steps, like you're saying of like trying all these different blogs and different topics of it or working with friends. And it's just like, you have an idea of what you like, but you have to explore like each little corner of that to get where you want to go. Um, yeah, I think that's such an amazing tip to just kind of like, you know, create these opportunities for yourself. Um, yeah. I also think like to your point too, of just like enjoying the moment, like really existing now it's like, it's like one, because yes, we are living in the present and this is yeah. the only thing, but yeah. also it's like the more awareness that you bring to what you're doing right now, like the quality is just going to be higher, you know, and yeah. that's going to be exactly the thing that like actually gets you to your like five years from now dreams, you know, mm-hmm. it's paying attention and like putting the love into the things that you're working on now, even if they're at this scale, whatever scale it is, like, this is the, you know, this is the thing that you have control over and you can do your absolute best job at. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, like I was, we were, I was, you know, speaking this morning with, um, with, um, my new assistant and just kind of just, just sort of expressing, like, whenever I put a little more effort, whenever I really have my focus on the newsletter, like for whatever, even if it feels like there's nothing really concretely different about it than like another week when I was a little rushed or something like it just like it just like radiates this different energy like I get yeah. feedback from people that I really respect and like or or it just performs so much better and I think it's just like it's so unquantifiable but there is mm-hmm. something that like other people very much receive when you've just when you've clearly put like a lot of care and attention into to something that you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. That intention takes you so far. It's like, it's so corny to say, but it really is that like quality over quantity and like staying focused and it's okay. Not if not everything is like such a success, but you're like, you know, moving in that path of like where you want it to be, but enjoying the moment right now. Cause I mean, so many times I've looked back and I'm like, I miss that time of my life. I miss doing that. And I'm like, back then I was literally thinking about now. So (laughs) it's like so important. Um, but that is another thing I want to talk to you about. Cause I feel like you've really, you know, created a home for yourself in New York and, you know, tips for anyone, you know, New York is a revolving door. So a lot of people are moving in and out of the city or moving to these new big cities. It can be a little bit scary. Yeah. I mean, um, I think it's, uh, I think it's hard for sure. Um, I, you know, I think my first year, maybe two years in New York were really difficult in terms of like adjusting and like yeah. everyone. I know everyone has this experience and, you know, no, no, like there's no amount of connections or whatever it is. That's going to like make this onboarding process, like seamless. Um, but I think just like trusting yourself is so important and like, I don't know there it's, it's a hard city. So I feel like just giving yourself a break, like slowing down, is like really helpful. Just like, at least in the beginning, um, like managing the FOMO thing that is created here, managing the like sort of like this 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 air pressure to like be doing a million things at once. Yeah. Um you can kind of like, you know, find your own ways to neutralize it, however that is. I don't I don't totally know what they are for me at least. Mm-hmm. Um I think maybe I've just like gotten a little older. You know, I'm like in my early 30s right now and I got here in my like 
in my, in my twenties. So I feel yeah. like those pressures just naturally go away a little bit. I don't yeah. need to be doing all the things all the time, but, um, yeah. Um, live in Brooklyn. <laughs> it's way yes. chiller in the city. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, let me see. I mean, honestly, like in terms of just like the people that I've met, like I've obviously like thrown so much of my life into the internet and like it's thrown a lot back at me and things yeah. that I love. Like my 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 husband and I, we met on Tinder. Oh. A lot of my friends and I, we met like on Instagram or peripherally from Instagram. And, <laughs> um, you know, I think it's like, it's, it's, it's great if that's like a way that, you know, people are comfortable like networking or connecting like just lean into that like yeah. uh if you kind of like have some kind of a relationship on the online you know it's um it's it's, it's also a totally viable in-person relationship you know yeah for speaking sure. of which we should get a coffee you know I like, know I know I um, know each other online like, <laughs> for like over two years now I, I actually know. think we followed each other I was still it was in the middle of the pandemic and I was still living at home in Massachusetts and then for some reason I, I had quit my, um, my like big corporate America job. And it's like, I'm going to become a photographer. And then the pandemic hit. And then in the middle of the pandemic, I was like, I'm going to move to New York. <laughs> and now I've been here for like, actually exactly two years. And what you said, like, it just takes time. It's so true. Like only now are those like relationships cultivating or like career moves making sense and I'm like oh my god that was the biggest whirlwind experience I've ever had like it New York is like a boot camp you literally do not sign up for <laughs> I'm like but I did sign up for it but like nobody no one or nothing can prepare you for it but then yeah. once you get over those hurdles it's so beautiful and you have access to such amazing opportunities and people and things and yeah Brooklyn I agree with the Brooklyn yeah. Yeah, one tip is a huge one. Um, but yeah, but yeah, it is amazing. Like after a few years, or after you kind of start to catch like your flow or your rhythm, it's just like things. Just like you get into this, like you know, this really amazing cadence where you get to be working on the things that you're really excited about working on, and you're like, you know, you're 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 hitting all the notes that you've been setting up for yourself. But then also like yeah. just like the environment the atmosphere is providing you with all of these other things that you're you know you don't need to think about you don't need to like be like bending over backwards for it's just gonna yeah. start like working with you you know yeah exactly and I, I that's the thing that it's like I don't really know because it's hard for everyone I don't know anyone who's just been like yeah I got here and it just like it just worked and I don't and it's not like it's not like um after that period of time you figure anything out no or like <laughs> you are a different person or you're doing anything differently it just it just requires it of you. It just is just, yeah. you need to put in the days, the hours, you know, <laughs> very bizarre how it works like that. I know New York is like a weird little bubble, but like you said about Instagram, like you put something into it and it gives back. I think it's that energy, that energy in New York is very, you know, real. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's such a beautiful, a little scary, but beautiful journey. Um, and there's just so much connection to be made, um, yeah. which speaking of, so my final question for you is what dreams are you working on for the future currently? Um, so, I mean, obviously I feel like I'm like at a big moment with the newsletter right now. Like yeah. I very recently left like this sort of contract sort of, I was doing a few days, two days a week with InStyle. <laughs> yeah. I really like really kept my foot in the door till the last minute. Um, <laughs> But I, I left, I'm, I'm totally like, 
you know, independent right now. Amazing. Um, Congrats. Thank you. I'm like, you know, I just hired someone that I, who I'm so excited about. And, um, I have all of these just like bigger things that I want to do with it. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm thinking a lot about like editorials, like shooting just like this original imagery for the newsletter and like at least these seasonal things. And I want to do events that go with them. And I really just like get the community more involved. Like, I feel like, you know, we were talking about how it's so much like of this like conversation and this dialogue. And like, I'm just like, there hasn't been enough, like, you know, like offline kind of like moments for this. Yeah. Like, um, uh, my friend Alexis D and I, we did a sale with club vintage recently, and we just kind of like brought some of our, our clothes to, like to sell. And it was like so much fun, but we had some people come, um, who were like, yeah, I read the newsletter and like, you know, thanks for sharing. I really wanted to look through your stuff. And I'm like, just wanted yeah. to meet. I was like, this is so cool. You know, have something that's, you know, a more formal version of like the newsletter wants to thank you for being a reader. I obviously have to get like near to do the food. Yeah, I think it'll be really fun. I don't know. I think just definitely like having just the space now to like focus on all of these different formats and like, you know, growth tools and just like editorial, like content that I really want to create that I, I, you know, was filling that time instead with just these things that were supposed to be like supportive and supplementary, but instead we're taking over, you know, the valuable time that I, you know, could have been using to make, you know, magazine bigger and, and, and better and more relevant and more interesting to people. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited just to like supercharge it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see it, you know, come to life with all the ideas that come with it. Um, yeah, like I said, congrats on, you know, pursuing it full-time because it is such a um, energy exchange when, you know, you still, which, you know, a lot of people have to do that. But when you get to that point of like, okay, I know that I can create something so big and beautiful out of this for myself. I need this extra time and yeah, time is so valuable. And, you know, now having some help under you, it must be such a good feeling to like, you know, hire someone to help you with your dream of like creating something, you know, just like as an extension of yourself. So I'm so excited to see how it all unfolds and I'm so excited for these potential events. You have to come have have some like Etsy food and some some wines and um, and celebrate with us. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And thank you so much for taking time to share your story and your journey. And I hope we have lots more of these conversations soon. Yeah, me too. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited about this like whole series that you were working on. Yes, I'm so excited that you've been a part of it. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks. Go. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.